Have you ever found yourself overwhelmed, not feeling like you're working towards what you really want to accomplish in your business or in your life, but still you are stretching yourself to your limits. You're stretched thin. You have so much going on, too busy, right? Everybody's busy and you're not just managing to break that glass ceiling. So this conversation is going to be for you. Today I have a special guest, Anna Lundberg on the show. She's a fellow youpreneur incubator and she's a member and she's a coach um, just exactly around those topics. And she has a podcast called Reimagining Success. And we just had a talk about what is success? How do you break overwhelm and start achieving your goals? But not from like, let's achieve goals, kind of like mindset, but more of the really authentically, like how do you start being happy with what you're doing and have energy to perform and break that glass ceiling? So hope that this podcast is going to make a lot of sense to you and going to help you out, give you some points, for thought and let's begin. All right, what's up everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Commit First Podcast. And today on the show we have Anna Lundberg. Anna, what's up? What's up? Good, really good to see you. Thank you for having me. It's great having you here, and uh, and as a fellow member of the Youpreneur Incubator uh, with Chris Ducker, that's how we met, right? Like that's yeah, absolutely, yeah. It's such yeah. a good way to, to meet people. Absolutely, how and and how was the previous mastermind? Because right, you 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 were there like Monday. Yeah, yeah. You, did you miss it? Yeah. So it was really good. I have to say, I I struggled a bit. It is you know six hours, and then I'm popping yeah. out to to do the kids, and they're banging on my door and stuff. So this one wasn't the most focused I've ever had. Yeah. Um, but a few good ideas as ever, and you know, it's such a good time to sort of really focus on your business, as we say, not just like doing all the day to day stuff. So I love yeah. um, I love having that time in my calendar, when in theory at least I can elevate and look a bit more at the big picture. Definitely. No, I mean I, I love those days too. Um. I last year it was on regular uh, UK time, like mm-hmm. daytime, and um, that was great for me because I'm from Israel, which is like two hours ahead. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, I renewed and I found out that, that they're doing it fitting for the US EST times, meaning now like everything's changed and it's my evening times, and I already oh, yeah. have a lot of evenings. It's pretty yeah. late for me. So it's, I guess, two hours later for you. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that's quite tough. I remember when I did my um, coaching uh, qualification, I was doing the whole nomad thing. So I was traveling and for my final exams, which were like six weeks, I think, of live coaching calls, they were three in the morning because I was in Hawaii and wow. there's no one who's on the same time zone as Hawaii. So I was literally <laughs> setting my alarm at like oh, two man. o'clock to get up. Oh, that man. was the commitment I had to my coaching. But I passed and, and there you go. But so, uh, yeah, time zones are tricky yeah. when you've got an international audience, I guess. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Um, but so uh, just to get into what you're doing. Um, so Anna is also kind of like me, uh, helping others to live their life on their own terms. Um, she is definitely um, a, like an amazing coach for getting people to craft their, um, their uh, life as an entrepreneur um, and, and breaking the nine to five habit. Um, which is basically something that we grew up on. So that's why we wanted to discuss today, kind of like, let's, let's break some myths about um, that we grew up with and, and start talking about like how real entrepreneurship looks like for happy entrepreneurs, um, right? Um, and also another thing is Anna is also a parent. She also has, she has two kids and she's, um, she's definitely um, 
kind of like mean it in so many ways. So I'm just like, Anna, I think we just like, let's, we'll have a discussion about like all the struggles that we both are seeing from our audience and community and, um, and start breaking some myths, shall we? <laughs> let's do it. Absolutely. Lots of myths to, to break down. So happy yeah. to get going. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Cool. So um, I'll give a description um, of something that I get, probably you get it too, right? Um, so Anna, here, t- let's, let's take the scenario, right? An entrepreneur, not so much as an entrepreneur, right? Selling time for money still as a freelancer, doing whatever they're doing. Um, but they left the day job. They want to have freedom in their life. Uh, they want the flexibility. Um, they have kids. They have to provide. Um, but they are overwhelmed, um, being overwhelmed with life in general, with work, with clients, with everything that's going on. Um, not happy so much, just, you know, oh, waking up and, oh my God, I have to like send this email and I have to be with this like client, not today and I meet with this client and, um, and um, just feeling kind of worn out in a way, but still not making enough money to say, man, like this is going great. It, they can't say that feeling like, I don't know if anyone listening to this can relate, you know, like just saying, wow, I have to monetize. I just don't get how I can make way more money. Not to talk about like just I, I, just a bit more money than what I'm making right now. I am stretched to my limits. And how the F can I break out of that and also enjoy my life and enjoy the freedom and enjoy the time with my kids, not thinking about work and hustling and all these YouTube gurus, like, you know, and, and, and all these influencers like Gary Vaynerchuk and, and, and like are talking about like hustle, hustle, hustle. And I'm just like, I'm trying to hustle. I'm hustling my ass off, but I'm not, I'm not getting there. So Anna, what's missing? Gosh, well, it sounds like nothing's missing, right? We're already doing way too many things. And I think it's, it's <laughs> such a common scenario and we've all been there. And I think so many people listening can relate to that, unfortunately. I think so, so many things to say about it. I think the first thing has to be, be kind to ourselves, right? Especially in the past year or so we've had if we're already pretty much almost burnt out and stressing and hustling and trying, you know, we're, we're doing our best and there's an element of, you know what, we just need to take a breath for a moment, yeah. even yeah. counterintuitively take a bit of time off. I always say, and I'm sure I've stolen it from someone, so apologies, but when you are an entrepreneur, when you are your own business, you really, you know, taking care of yourself is taking care of your business. So you have to start with your own well-being. I'm not a health coach. I'm certainly not a mental health but it has to start with your own mental well-being your physical Mm -hmm. health you know if you're not sleeping if you're not eating well if you don't even have energy how on earth are you going to tackle all these things and it sounds so trite but it's so important and you know as as a parent of a young child you know only recently literally the last week has my youngest started sleeping through the night and you don't realize how debilitating it is not to have a single moment of actually you know or having had one night that you actually sleep through that so that's a game changer for me (laughs) but you know as I said this is not my expertise but that's always the foundation I'd recommend you start with right before we even get to business strategies and so on right and I think um there's a couple of ways to attack it. One is, um, first of all, understand people. Um, Anna has an eight-month-old and a two-year-old at home. Um, I have an eight-year-old, a six-year-old, and an 11-month-old at home. So Anna, you and I are sharing the no sleep uh, fun <laughs> of, mm. of babies. You want to call it fun, yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, the thing is this, though. Um, 
I don't know about you. I'm, I'm, I'm really energetic. Like I, I'm still energetic. Like if I don't sleep, yeah, I can be tired a bit, but I'm still energetic. I'm pumped up. I'm, I'm fired up about what I'm doing. I think um, that comes from, from a couple of things that that's what we, we can definitely talk about. But what you, what you talked about mental and physical health, I think it's part of it. So um, it sounds counterintuitive, but when you're tired or when you don't have, you feel overwhelmed or you feel, you feel burnt out and you feel um, like you just don't, you know, you don't have the power to now go for a run or to the gym, right? Then that's exactly, if you would go for a run for the gym, you're actually doing yourself a favor, like most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time, right? Absolutely. And, and funny enough, I have actually prioritized that. I've been really lucky. My partner's, I'm saying let me, but like allowed me to carve out that time first thing in the morning. So I've been running, I've been doing weights and I feel amazing for, you know, running by the sea here. It's my only sort of half hour, hour that I get in the day when I have a bit of nice. time to myself. And, and that's been so powerful to me. We all nice. have, I guess, the same number of hours in, in the day, don't we? So it's about prioritizing those things. But unfortunately, I guess the tendency is to go the other way to just think we've got to do more we've got to do more 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 mm. and if we're doing yeah. more of the same another quote which I definitely didn't make up myself is obviously insanity is doing the same thing over and over and thinking we're getting a different result so if, if it's not working now then more of that right isn't going to into be better but I do right. want to pick up on that point that you said because I think you're so right I'm it's an interesting distinction energy versus um, I don't know what the other word would be, I guess, actual number of sleeping hours or, or whatever yeah. the metric is. But I think I'm incredibly self-motivated. And mm -hmm. I think it's that bigger why or purpose, right? So mm -hmm. if you have that thing, ironically, you know, I work with a lot of people who are in their full-time job and adding a side hustle and trying to escape that job, as it were. And mm -hmm. you think I can't possibly add anything to my plate. But interestingly, if you add something, a passion project, whether it's writing a book or starting a tentative business, doing art for some people, music, that actually gives you more energy, which is yeah. really odd. Like adding something inspiring and exciting and creative is a way yes. to actually, you know, make more energy rather than less. Exactly. And, and I think, you know... Um, it's so, everything is, 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 I'm always taking back to a theory I have, it's called the, the boat theory, where basically we entrepreneurs were like, we, we didn't grow up or we, we weren't born in the open sea. We all are in the open sea, uninflatable boats, but we were born in some kind of stream with the rest of our community, our family, our friends. And that stream is just like a bunch of, inflatable boats one next to each other with like floats like in the water so if you fall you can catch that float and it would say comfort zone so you're always there and your friends are there and your family are there and nobody wants you to get anywhere else besides that stream because they know outside the stream is danger it's the open sea so that's why we stick together and nobody wants you to get outside and that's how we were born. And how we were born is, okay, so what's the stream like? Okay, nine to five, right? Gotta work, 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 work. Uh, if you work and find a steady job and you know, go to university, like I do everything that society, like we do in the stream, then it, we would be safe. We would be safe. And safe is good, it's good. And also um, deep down inside, we know that we are conquerors. That's what we're here for. We're here to be productive and to conquer islands. But the thing is, there are islands in the stream. Once we go, our parents say, and everybody says, hey, you know, along the stream, you'll find some islands. Go find some islands, stick your flag in it, great. We have some good islands for you, doctor, 
lawyer. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> like, like, but we entrepreneurs, like we deep in, deep down inside know that our island is not in the stream and this is the open sea. We can definitely just like take ourselves towards the islands that we actually want. But nobody actually taught us that we can row, that we have our pedals. And so once we find ourselves, if we do take that action and find ourselves rowing in the middle of the sea, now there's a lot of things to be, you know, talking about. First of all, how do we maintain our, um, how do we live like mental, physical health inside the ocean? Two is fuel, like you said, and we need fuel for getting ahead. Um, we need to know how to steer left and right. How do we get to where we want to get? A lot of entrepreneurs, we just talked about before the beginning of our call, I asked you what is the number one struggle that you're um, finding from your audience and you said it's lack of clarity. Like, and that's so much kind of everything like ties in together because if you do understand, first of all, prioritize your values, right? Um, and you better prioritize your mental and physical health at the top of the list because if you don't, your family will not have you, your business will not have you, nobody will have you. Like you're gonna break down. So if you don't prioritize that, then you're, you know, and that's doing the hard work, right? Like going for a run in the morning. I bet it's not easy. Um, and and Anna, you're just like you're um, repeating the pattern of a lot of the guests here that are just you know, like just doing physical exercise and and are prioritizing their mental and, and physical health. So everyone that's listening, just know, you know, that's what successful people do. Um, and and then that's that. And also you have clarity about what you're doing. And like you said, like maybe some passion project, but the passion project is connected to a bigger goal, a bigger why, connected to you bringing out yourself in the world, being productive, finding that, conquering that island. So um, so that gives you fuel and also takes you towards the island that you want. So um, I guess like once you do that, and I find I really, I really connect to that point, you have unlimited amount of fuel. Like, because once you have clarity, you know what you're doing, um, then you're kind of like, that's, you're taking yourself forward. And like a CEO is in charge of taking the, like creating the vision for the company they're running. You are now saying like, hey, be the CEO of your life, build the vision for your life. And now just take that forward, your business, your life, where do you want to be? So I guess... Everything just makes sense of what you said. I, I love that metaphor. And another boat metaphor, I think, related to that last point is, you know, if you don't know which port you're heading to, then no wind will be favorable, right? Whereas I think, I, I imagine now, as you say, okay, I know I'm heading to that island over there. Suddenly the winds align, you know how to steer, the, the current is pulling you, right? I love that. It sounds like the, the story of Moana, right? It's like her living, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that, but the, living yeah, on the island and she realizes they, yeah. were, they were voyagers, right? And interestingly yeah. about the comfort zone too, my brand is called One Step Outside and it comes from the quote, everything you've ever wanted is one step outside your comfort zone. Oh, and my community nice. is outsiders. <laughs> so it's an interesting one because we, none of us really feel like outsiders in the sense I'm not some crazy entrepreneurial spirit risk-taking person, far, far from it. I'm really like, I was always the good girl who followed I always think of it as a conveyor belt almost. I prefer the stream metaphor. I have to say it's a bit more <laughs> appealing. But as you said, everyone's jostling around you. Everyone has opinions. Your family, right. your friends are in your ears telling you what you should be doing. There's not right. that much scope for maneuver because you're basically following the same 
path that everyone else is following that stream, right? Suddenly you're out in the open sea and there's also, my goodness, I could go here, I can go there. And it's quite overwhelming because there are so many options. And as you said, so many gurus telling you which formula you should follow. And and that is a lot of information to take in. So I think there's a bit of shutting out the noise as well and sort of, yeah, listening to your inner intuition, which I think is stronger than we realize. Definitely, definitely. So, I mean, action items is like, first of all, hey, have a vision, right? Like, um, think about like, what do you want? Where do you want to be? Where do you want to be in like, I do it six months. I don't know. How, how do you do it? Well, I was going to say, actually, I think some people find that quite stressful to, oh, my vision, my why, what is that big purpose, right? And okay. I think, as we okay. said, first of all, take take a break and take care of yourself. So let's mm-hmm. assume that's yeah. done. But I actually then okay. more say sort of explore and be curious. And if you can, obviously, the scenario that you laid out, someone isn't earning that much money. Maybe they're having to take care of the fact that you need to also bring in the money. But yeah. I think we have to realize that sometimes we need to slow down to speed up. Because again, if your strategies right now aren't working, then working more isn't going to really help you there. So maybe, mm-hmm. probably, you do need to take a step back, go back to the fundamentals. As you said, then get clear on your vision for the business. For me, it's quite practical things. Like, what are your criteria? Look, this is the minimum income I need to be earning. This is the maximum number of hours. This is the kind of work, you know, I don't want to commute. I need to be able to pick up my kids from school, whatever that looks like. So just the practical parameters. Um, and then I also love, I mean, specifically in terms of the work you're doing, this idea of the ikigai, which I'm sure you've come across, which is really that sweet spot between work you love, work that you're really good at, work that you care about, and also work you can um, actually earn money with, right? So sometimes that's Definitely. the one that's missing, especially <laughs> if you're a creative doing your passion, maybe that's the one to focus on. But, you know, some of that, yeah. it sounds really simplistic and you might think, oh, Anna, I know all that, but really take a step back, get back to the drawing board and think, okay, hang on a second, what am I actually working towards it doesn't right. have to be some fancy sentence that you can put on a T-shirt, your purpose, your why, whatever, but just understand what's important to me, my yeah. health, my family, um, making a difference in the world. It can be quite uh, general, but, you know, come back yeah. to that, I think, before you start going, oh, I need to do webinars or I need to do <laughs> email funnels or whatever tactic it is that you think is going to solve all your problems. Right, right. No, I mean, that's so 100% like, aligned with what I'm doing. And, and by the way, I have a list of questions that I give my coaching clients. It's like they have to, first of all, fill out like a list of what do they value in their life? So it's mm. like, what do I value in my life? And then they value, they write down everything that they value in, in their life. And then they have to prioritize it from mm. like, and after they prioritize it, they rate themselves on one to 10. And if it's not a 10, what do they have to do to get it to a 10? So that's like kind of like exactly what you're saying. That's making mm. that list of what do I, what do I care about in life? And, and taking those parameters that you said, you, you mentioned them like the, the practical parameters of like, okay, what do I need? And that's all about just creating intentionality to living your life on your own terms. So it's kind of like, if I was to live my life on my own terms, how do I, how does it look like? And how do I become more intentional in in pursuing that, right? And that's what's so hard. If we're talking about, oh, I want to live life on my own terms and have success on my terms, but what is that? And unfortunately, a lot of us haven't asked that question. And, you know, I think we have, as you said, that the myth of, okay, this has to look like this, the sort of American dream, I guess, of the house and the 2.4 children and the (laughs) Volvo or the SUV, whatever that looks like in your culture, right? But uh, there's a certain way. And even as an entrepreneur, we're supposed to be a best-selling author with a podcast, with a group, pro, whatever that looks like, suddenly yeah. we're latching onto a different definition of success. And it might not be, probably won't be the one that matches the way you want to live your life. Unfortunately, there's no blueprint or roadmap because yeah. your life, your priorities, your values are different. So right. 
you know, you, you just can't copy paste what someone else is doing. I know it's harder that way, but the good news is once you put the effort in to work out what your definition looks like, that's yeah. when it gets interesting. And that's where you can actually achieve so many amazing things that you didn't think were possible. No, I love that. I love that. I think um, speaking directly to exactly like my, my beliefs and the way I work uh, and, and um, I want to just get into a bit of practice here. Like you have mm -hmm. the five pillars that you work with your coaching clients. Can you talk to us about that? Yeah, sure. I'll go through them quickly and then we can deep dive in them. But the, the first one is finding your personal definition of success. So that's exactly okay. what we've talked about. And it's cool. really your values and your big picture and how this is going to fit into your, your life and everything else that matters. Mm -hmm. The second one is, is cultivating confidence and resilience. So mm -hmm. there's a lot, of course, around mindset as an entrepreneur, you know, charging right. what you're worth and all these things, but also right. resilience and grit. I, I swear that the, the biggest driver of success is just keep going yeah. <laughs> not as we said doing the wrong things if it's not working obviously we need to tweak it but there's just so many people give up um yeah. when they're just close to that breakthrough it's harder work than we realize but but mm -hmm. you know going getting the support we need having that support network and so on then it gets more specific into choosing the right business model you mentioned briefly obviously if you're still trading your time for hours and so on that might not be giving you the freedom and flexibility you're after so making sure your business model works for your de definition of success building an effective personal brand, which we're all familiar with, I think, as, as entrepreneurs, as youpreneurs, and then designing flexible work-life integration. So I'm not a fan of the balance word, work-life balance. Yeah. I think it's a really weird artificial <laughs> dichotomy of work versus life. I think for us, yeah. it's much more of a blended lens. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but obviously, whether it's travel or children or just, as we said, managing your energy and so on, that that's a piece that I think a lot of maybe gurus and so on miss because it's just the this right. is the formula that works rather than thinking, hang on a second, how is this going to work for me in my life? No, definitely. And I love how you break it down. And um, the, the thing about um, resilience, I think is so key because, so we talked about vision, we talked about clarity. And I think like everybody here, if, if you guys are, you know, if you guys are still, if, if you are feeling overwhelmed, if you haven't done it in a while, I kind of like thought about, okay, what, do I actually want, what What does success look like for me? Please do, just do it, you know, just make a list. Just stop for a second here. Now, pause this video or podcast, wherever you're listening mm, to, and, right? Just do it, just take a list, take five minutes on a timer and do it. We dare you to, like, that's it. By the way, there's a huge impact that when you just write on paper, when you just mm. write your, write like what you're, what you define as success or what you want the universe to bring to you on paper, huge tremendous like waves right away so you can do it right now or if you're driving don't do it right now um, <laughs> or stop aside in the road and do it on a piece of paper but like it's so important that you do this first now comes the part where you have to make it come to life so now is the resilience part the mindset part uh you're going to overcome obstacles obviously like and by the way that's the thing like we're talking about mindset and resilience and all that stuff I think like giving up is a harder choice. It actually is harder physically and mentally to quit anything that you started, right? Well, it's an interesting, it's an interesting perspective. Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, it depends what the status quo is. I think in a way it's easier just to continue the default future of what you happen to be doing. That becomes your comfort zone. Yeah. I think, yeah, I guess if you don't have the public accountability, if you've only been sort of playing, dabbling with your entrepreneurial idea, then it's easier to give up in a way. I don't know, but if, if, yeah. I mean, it's a pretty difficult decision. If you've told everybody, hey, I'm going to do this amazing thing, it's quite hard. And in fact, I have clients like that and I love them because they're demonstrating that, hey, 
maybe this idea didn't work out, but that doesn't mean I have to give up on my dream, right? That there's yeah. just another way to do it. But I, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it is a hard decision. And the worst thing I, I think is to, to be over here when you actually want to be over there, it can be really soul destroying. So yeah. yeah, being stuck in, let's say a corporate job, but knowing that you have so many, you want to be on that island out in the open sea, right? That, <laughs> that's so hard. And it's, I know you said at the beginning, your comfort zone is safe and comfortable. I don't think it is that comfortable. I think it's actually quite uncomfortable. And there's a lot of negative stuff that comes from being trapped and stuck and frustrated in yeah. that comfort zone. That's, you know, I mean, I'm just getting into like different types of frequencies right now. Like, um, I don't know if you, do you, do you usually think about frequencies and levels like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like spiritual levels of, of mm. beings, um, yeah. right? So I'm like, I'm looking at huge, very successful entrepreneurs, right? Like they're operating in higher frequencies. Mm. Like, um, and they, it's not only experience and years of experience. It's, it's those years of experience and, and, and just people get to different frequencies in which they operate in. And that frequency usually comes out in the form of, you know, uh, being a very successful entrepreneur, maybe, and and being happy. I think like happiness is a big factor mm. here. Um, but so that's kind of like the spiritual wave, and, and a lot of people are just stuck in in like a very low frequency, and they try to break out, right? Um, but there is a, a specific, and, and now I'm reading a book called Levels of Energy, which is exactly mm. about that, and uh, he mapped out the, the energy levels and frequencies from zero to 1000 and he said up until 200 you don't even know you need help you're kind of just mm. stuck there and and you're not happy and actually you're even resentful there's like the stages of grief anger uh like different types of like laziness like all these all these like steps until you mm. actually break through and uh, and and start your personal development journey in mm. which then you that's like mostly when people develop a career in entrepreneurship and like uh and um, and actually want to be productive and, and hit goals and those kind of things and that's when they they are open to now help and they actually really need help like coaching and like stuff like that to get ahead but some people are just not coachable not even aware that they need coaching that's because they're operating on lower frequencies and the right and and so in the book he says like the people that can help those kind of people below two hundred is um, social workers like psychologists mm. like more of the like professional caretakers um, and then. Below, above that is spiritual work, it's coaching, you know, it's like different kind of things. Um, so I think when I'm looking at people that are in their comfort zone, I, you know, I, we, they don't want anything else. But yeah, it's a harder life to live. They just don't know it. It's, you know. It's, um, yeah, it's the emperor's new clothes, isn't it? They just it's sort of, everyone's kind of going, yeah, this is the normal way to live. And you just look at people and go, hang on a second. I don't think this should be, but somehow we've all agreed to go along with this kind of game of the nine yeah. to five and so on. That, I mean, on a very different level, but that brings to mind Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Which is a really mm -hmm. basic framework, but so true. You've got the, right. if you don't have, again, if you're not earning enough money to pay the bills and take care of your family, then it's very difficult to have these conversations about spirituality and so on, because you're trying to survive. Right. If you don't have the belonging and the, the support and so on, you know, that's really missing too. So I think right. it all adds up to the same thing. Once you have those things, Although ironically, I think it goes the other way around too. As we said, if you've got the bigger purpose, that helps you downwards as well, I suppose. I'm not sure if Maslow ever talked about that, but Maybe. I think, you know, 
generally yeah. you can't do that transformation and transcendence if you're right. if you're not sleeping again coming back to that yeah. you know it's quite difficult to, to do that high level of work yeah no definitely i mean um just just breaking down muslos hierarchy of needs to anyone who doesn't know so you have a pyramid and muslos uh, hierarchy of needs uh says that you have to have the, the low le- lower levels of the pyramid in order to start working on the on the upper levels so the first one is physiological needs uh shelter food drink um and then like the upper one is security which means like knowing that nobody's going to take your food or shelter or whatever and then above that is relationships which is like the people around you who you, like relationships um and then above that is um um i think success and confidence or, yeah so confidence and and getting those wins in and then the the top one is um fulfillment right like mm-hmm, absolutely um, yeah So yeah. So yeah, I mean, and her, I, I'm actually reading a book called um Deep Work by Cal Newport at the moment. Okay. And again, it's it's cool. not at all sort of the energy levels, but it's more practical if we break it down into right. um the, the most of the busy work we do, right? In life and as right. we we're, we're always and this is something I focus on with my clients all the time and myself. We're constantly we're doing emails and we're doing messages and I'm doing social media and I'm so busy and I'm doing so many things yeah. but it's all none of that's actually moving the needle you know I show up consistently on social media everywhere fantastic but like yeah. hey I'm not getting more clients something's not quite there right yeah. deep work apparently most of us sort of a novice can only do about one hour a day if you're really good you can do sort of four hours a day yeah I imagine most of us aren't doing any and I certainly again when, when I'm just squeezing in a little bit of time between naps and and so on I struggle to do the big picture to strategy stuff to write my book to develop my course what i can do though is again do an email here and there send a message to somebody that kind of low level stuff i can do but that's not yeah. what's going to build my successful fulfilling business and right. life right unfortunately so yes right. some of that busy work and admin needs to get done but we need to somehow carve out that space for the bigger the deeper work and for that higher frequency work as well right no i i definitely um like i think if i have to trace back most of the things that actually move the needle in my, in my business were chunks of of hours of work on something mm. just carving out chunks of hours of work including one time um i was about to be interviewed on pat flynn's podcast and i wanted to launch my um my course in that i had in hebrew i want to launch it in in uh in english when on the day of the podcast um and also i wanted to um so anyways i just i went up north for for two days like north 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 of israel just like away from my whole family just to work on it you know and just like to sit down and work on it and not do anything else and um those kind of chunks are you know are building up to be something big um you by the way it could way, be a retreat if you can go off for a week to write your book that looks amazing yeah. right obviously if you've got young kids and so maybe you can't right now but then if you can do an hour an hour before everyone wakes up or an hour, you know, depending on your energy levels then as well. But an hour a day is, is quite a lot, actually. I think you could write, you know, you think of JK Rowling with her newborn baby while she was writing Harry Potter, right? So people can <laughs> yeah. do it. So you need Definitely. to be inspired by those examples. Definitely. And um, just, again, an example from one hour a, a week that I had, mm. a, I had, I built, a, the, the way I left my, um, my high-tech world job, whatever, uh, was um, when I had a big design blog. And the design blog was making us money, me and my partner, and we were just like, we just left our jobs. And very, like I was director of design at a very successful startup. Um, and I left that job to do a blog, like what the heck. And um, the way I built that blog up 
is by writing an article every two months. That's it. Like I didn't have more time than that. And what I did is I went to a coffee place once a week in between my full-time job and everything like that. I had one day a week where I was supposed to pick up the kids from school. So um, I had one hour kind of buffer between when I got towards home and before I had to pick up my, my kids. So what I did is I just sat down at a cafe near my house and just for one hour, put my airplane mode, put my phone on airplane mode and just wrote. And, that, and I just worked by what's called the dotted line principles is something that Tupac uh, developed when he was working in the studio. He was just coming in the studio and just, and just working on his art. Um, not specifically working on the song that he left last time he was in the studio. He was coming in and just giving the work. He was just sh- making sure he's showing up and putting in the work. So I was just showing up and putting in the work. If I had a new blog post I want to write, I started a new blog post. If I wanted to continue an older blog post, a, a previous art like blog post, then no problem. I'll, I'll, I did that as well. So I just like showed up every you know one hour a week and wrote, and um, it became a huge success because the articles that I put out every two months were just like very, you know, extensive and very, uh, and very viral. And uh, a lot of people shared them. And that's what kind of like caused the, you know, everything to, to really succeed. So I think, yeah, definitely one. It just but Everybody has an hour a week and it's yeah. quality over quantity as well, right? It's focusing on creating one amazing blog post rather than trying to do 300 across every channel. And I believe more and more if we're in it for the long haul, right? Hopefully we're going to be, if not this business, a business and, and living certainly for much longer, knock on wood. Um, so, you know, it's not about those fast wins. I think it's it's getting the foundations. It's like plugging away. As you, yeah. you said, a couple, that's an amazing example every two months. And you manage then to transition out of your job and, and earn a full-time income from that. So I think that's a really inspiring example. Everybody has an hour a week and then you can increase that to two hours or, and you know, of course, at some point you do need to then transition fully into it and make more yeah. time. But I think that's, that's a beautiful example of what you can do with so little time. Yeah, no, definitely. And um, um, just for everyone now, like, because we're going to wrap up, um, it's just a couple of things. So overwhelm comes from, I, like, I think that's what we're kind of saying, lack of clarity and working, you know, something that you're not so um, excited about, you know, or doing things that you're not excited about. It's not about doing the hard work and doing the hard work is actually what is fulfilling and what is creating your energy, meaning working in the business, prioritizing your mental and, and physical health waking up in the morning going for a run or just you know working out like doing the hard work that's actually what gives you energy even if you haven't slept at night uh <laughs> you, you know if you're even if like you have an eight month year old um and um and so first of all know that know that hard work pays off and gives you energy but hard work only towards the things that you are clear that you need and want and the things that you need and want would be only defined by you nobody else so 100%. Right. So just like have clarity and and uh, so the lack of clarity is what creates your your entire problems. And um, just one tip on that, by the way, some people are saying, but I don't have clarity. I just don't know what I want to do or whatever. So I've always a tip for that, that I try myself when in period where I lacked clarity, just like have your goal to have a goal. Kind of like have, mm-hmm. you have clarity about gaining clarity. That's it. It's like. I had a goal one time when I totally lacked clarity. I tried to launch something completely flopped. I'm like, oh man, I don't know what I'm doing right now. I have no idea what I want my business to be like, but I still need to provide. 
So I just worked well and what brings me income. And meanwhile, I wrote a six month vision to have clarity. And that's what pretty much worked. Like that's, that's, that's so happened. clever. I love that. So your goal is to find a goal or to, yeah. to get that clarity. And I think, again, exactly. it's the slowing down to speed up, you know, take, rather yeah. than, well, I've got to find the right tactic to get my business to 6K, you know, six figures, whatever. It's yeah. hang on a second, give myself a month, three months to explore, to be curious, to yeah. discover what would excite me. And then actually, although you feel like you've taken a step back and you slow down, that's what's going to make it possible then to have the energy, the focus, the strategies that you need to make that a success. And again, yeah. given that scenario you had, we're not making enough money now. So in that case, if yeah. you can, you know, pull back from that, rewind a little bit, and then you'll fly forwards with your new strategy, charging more, earning more, and, and having a fun time doing it, which is what we all want to be doing. Definitely, definitely. And I think that releases so much of the pressure. It, meanwhile, also know that clarity comes out of action. So mm-hmm. you say, I give I, I take action and then I basically uh, it all comes together and then you can gain clarity. So again, one, gain clarity, write down what, um, what you value in life or what your parameters, practical parameters are, what do you need you know, for, to make a living and everything like that that would make you happy to wake up in the morning. So um, start achieving that, start, start working intentionally towards that. Uh, and we're not talking about like being over um, kind of like, a goal getter um but just like trying to just be intentional in your in your life and you'll find out that you're so much more happier start a passion project if you need fuel um fuel comes in the forms of either passion projects or doing the things that you know will make you happy right even if it's like i don't know taking more time with your kids or um or even maybe it's um i don't know listen to some specific podcast i don't know like whatever you know gives you fuel um, so get that fuel, start working, build resilience, um, as you go along. And I think that eventually you'll start creating success behind, you know, beyond everything that you, that you, that you could achieve. And you're breaking out of that glass ceiling. You're basically breaking out of the stream, right? Into the open sea and enjoying the time there. Um, right. Anna. Oh, 100%. And, you know, I think in a way to sum up what we were talking about, you, there are two ways to get closer to that dream. One is to take a step forward. Like you said, that one hour a week or whatever it is, a little step. Again, my brand is one step. It's not a one leap. It's a step and a step and another. Right. And as you said, action creates actions, a step forward. The other way, by the way, is to take an element of that dream back into life today. So I always say if I have a very vague dream of wanting to be a best selling author by the ocean, well, a way to take a step closer is obviously to start writing, then, hey, maybe that's going to create a book, which I can then sell, which can maybe be best selling. If I don't write, that's never going to happen. <laughs> but the other is, hey, maybe I can't buy a house by the sea right now, but maybe I can just go this weekend and, you know, get an Airbnb by the sea and, and do a bit of a writing retreat as well. But it's just thinking the other way because we think the dream is so far off. I'll never get there. It's so crazy. But actually, yeah. hey, hang on a second. Rather than thinking black and white, I'm either here in my awful, terrible life or I'm over there in my dream world. What yeah. can I do to bring a little element of that dream back to my reality now? So think of those two directions as well. Step forward, but also bring something back. Definitely, definitely. Um, and and you always, you gave so many, uh, you gave the, the example of writing a book uh, so many times here. So just like I'll mention that last week I started writing my book which is a project I've been Amazing. waiting for for a long time. And uh, it started because I thought about it for a long time, but I, I kind of put it aside 
And um, a couple of weeks ago, I had, a, I had a call with my coach and she said, she, she ran, a, um, I, have a, I have a life coach now. I, I, instead of taking a business coach, I took a life coach. Right. I'm always working some kind of coach. And then mm-hmm. she's amazing. And she ran me through a guided meditation where I need to find a safe place. And I imagine the safe place, me being like on some, like in the, on, on the, like in the sea, in the, on the beach, looking at the sea, but I'm in the shade. Um, and there's like big, like I'm not feeling the, the heat of, and the uncomfortableness of, of, you know, being on the beach. I'm just like enjoying, just enjoying the breeze, looking at the beautiful ocean. Um, and, uh, and then she says, so what, what, are you, what do you need to do now to bring you significance in life? Like, what is the next step, like to, to become what you want to become? And I'm like, I need to get, I need to get my story out and to write my book. And, um, and then I was like, Oh my God. Okay, fine. So I found a place. I love that place already. It's, there's a place, a co-working space on the beach here in Israel. Beautiful place. Okay. Uh, you can check it out on my Instagram. I made a, a reels about it this week, um, like last week. So um, on Tuesday, I just went there and I started writing my book and I was sitting there in the shade overlooking the ocean and just like, <laughs> just enjoying sitting up with a laptop and writing all day. Um, and it was just that's it. Like it started. So like you said, passion project, you know, and I, I'm, I'm a busy entrepreneur, three businesses, three kids. It's not that I have a lot of spare time, right? But three books, come on, you can do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, but it's such a great example, proud. you know, we're writing a book because it's one of those things, like I sort of call it like a legacy project. It's not the thing that's directly going to bring income. It right. can, of course, and it will bring you credibility. It brings you personal fulfillment and it's an amazing thing. But so many of us just have that as a dream. I want to write and we just never do it. And the only yeah. thing you need to do is literally sit down pen to paper (laughs) fingers to keyboard and write something right so I think that's such a great example illustrating exactly what we said so best of luck with that I know you'll do it look forward to reading it soon (laughs) thank you thank you so much Anna um so Anna uh you're um first of all people can find you on your podcast you have a podcast as well yeah absolutely reimagining success yeah yes so we will put a link to that in the show notes but you can also just go to any um any podcast app and search for reimagining success with Anna Lundberg um, and you'll find it and uh, please give it a listen uh, rating um, and um, and w- anywhere else that you'd like us to to find you at I think that's the best place obviously you guys are podcast listeners and if you're inspired by this idea of, of reimagining success that's a great place to start and then I'm sure you can connect with me on your favorite social platform too and we can have a conversation I'd love to hear your thoughts on what we've discussed really enjoyed it thank you cool awesome Anna thank you so much I will also add your Instagram over there so people can yeah, search absolutely. and find you on Instagram um, and if you guys are listening to this and you like what you're listening to or viewing if you're viewing this on YouTube uh, please uh, go ahead just Take a screenshot right now of this podcast and share it. Share it on your stories, right? And tag Anna Landberg, tag me, Sagi Schreiber. Uh, you can tag commit that first. Um, and uh, by the way, do you have a profile for uh, reimagining success? Like a no, so it's my profile? personal. So it's Anna Essie Lundberg. It's it's my personal okay. brand. One, unfortunately, unfortunately, some random Italian guy has one step outside, and he's he's not even active. That's the <laughs> usual problem you have, isn't it? But anyway, Anna Lundberg yeah, is is there. But yeah, absolutely, okay. you can find me. I'm sure by by looking at the commit first and cool stories as well. Yeah, awesome. All right, all right. So Anna, thank you so much for coming here and bringing so thank much you, value. I, it was great talking to you, having this discussion. I think it's so important. Um, you know, we don't. I don't think. Entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs don't talk about this enough. Like entrepreneurship is so 
Like, okay, like we shouldn't talk about the hustle mentality for a second before you actually know what you want to work on. Like just, you know, and, and, um, and a lot of people are just, again, overwhelmed, not finding clarity, just beating themselves up. And this, is, this was very important to, to talk Good, about. Thank you. Yeah, so much talk about the how, wasn't there? And not so much about the what and the why, I think. So, yeah. so more conversations, taking a step back and looking at that bigger picture, I think would be valuable. Definitely. So thank you so much, Anna. And I'll see you around the Youpreneur Incubator. Thank you. See you there. All right.